Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Small businesses bring Utah together. They inspire goodness and connect communities. These are their stories from Mighty Main Street, brought to you by the Utah Office of Tourism and Visit Salt Lake. Here's our host, Chris Redgrave, on KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Thank you for joining us for the Mighty Main Street Business Show every Sunday from 11 a.m. to noon. We're interviewing our resilient small business communities in Salt Lake County and across the state of Utah. These are the folks creating our jobs and driving Utah's market. They develop our main streets that support the vibrancy of our tourist economy and where we as locals also enjoy dining and shopping. This business program is underwritten by CEO Caitlin Eskelson with Visit Salt Lake and the Managing Director of Utah Office of Tourism, Vicki Varilla. I have Jen Hudak with me. Thank you so much, Jen, for joining us on Mighty Main Street. The name of the company is Escapod, and this is something you're going to want to hear about. The timing of this product is absolutely perfect. Jen, thank you for joining us on Mighty Main Street. And by the way, you were brought to us by Utah Office of Tourism. They asked us to give you a call and talk to you about your amazing company. Uh, Jen, I loved it when I went to the website and I had a chance to check it out, and I love your idea about your product of form follows function, and also that you and your husband, Chris, designed this because you couldn't find what you wanted to go camping. So share the story with us, because this is really cool. Well, absolutely, and thanks for having me, Chris. I'm excited to be here. It's our pleasure. Um, my husband and I, you know, like many entrepreneurs, we started our business by solving our own problem. We were racing mountain bikes and working full-time jobs and really just wanting to maximize our weekend adventures. And we wanted a small but capable trailer that could go, you know, deep into off-road areas and that we could bring with our bikes and just kind of set up a base camp and then still be free to travel around to different trailheads um, on the weekends. And so we built our first Escapade in, in 2015 and officially started the business the following year um, and have just kind of steadily been, building it up to the point that, you know, where we're at today. We have 25 employees and a really fantastic team and are producing as as many trailers as we possibly can, just trying to keep up with demand. You know what is so cool about this, Jen, is that you and Chris did this out of your own personal desire to have exactly just like a one-stop shop, everything in one complete area that you guys didn't have to go through all this trouble to try and attach everything. You wanted this one-stop shop with your product. And what is so cool about this is that you didn't know what was going to happen. 
you and Chris didn't know that we were going to have a pandemic and that we were going to discover the outdoors. Do you know that the the huge a huge part of the tourism drive right now it's people that are just doing driving vacations where they feel safe. They're in their own car and they're doing driving vacations. And you know, sooner or later we'll be getting up in the planes again. And and uh, and this is going to be turning around. But what's crazy about this is that first time people that have gone to our beautiful national parks and are, that are going camping, first-time people, 80% of them said they're gonna, this is going to be a part of their life. So your timing of this is extraordinary. Yeah, it was it was quite fortunate. You know, we had a lot of demand for our product even prior to the pandemic. Um, but honestly, the, the pandemic gave a, a huge boost to our business and has really intensified our sense of purpose behind what we're doing. We've always been committed to just getting more people into the outdoors, people that maybe, you know, otherwise wouldn't want to go camping. And now that they have this, you know, a warm, insulated place to sleep at night, but still optimizes the the time spent outdoors with an outdoor open air kitchen. um, You know, that was always our mission. We've had families that picked up their trailers this year. They've been waiting for a year to get their trailer and they finally were able to get it amidst this pandemic and they were so relieved to have something that allowed them to leave the confines of their own home and to go be with their family out in nature and have those experiences. So it's been a really wild and crazy time, but we're just really happy to be able to provide this product and and get people into the outdoors. So you've got to describe for our listeners what the camper looks like. And, and of course, they're going to have to go to your website, and we'll give them the address. But give them the, the genius idea that you and Chris had, how this thing is just all contained. And like I said earlier, your form follows function, which is which is a guiding principle for you. Yes, absolutely. So our, our campers are um, built on a frame that is about five feet wide by nine feet long. Um, you know, the entire length of the trailer is only 13 feet long. But we do pack a lot of uh, functionality into the trailer. So inside what we refer to as the cabin, there's actually a queen-size bed in there with plenty of cabinets that you can store your clothing and personal belongings. And then the hatch, which is basically the back of of this pod, it it is literally like just a little tiny pod, Um, uh, the door opens up and we have a two-burner stove back there with a, a Yeti cooler. So you have this entirely functional kitchen. Um, We also have an option to have 21 gallons of water on board with an instant water heater so you can have access to on-demand hot water to either do dishes or rinse off quickly after a long day playing out in the wild. Um, And then, you know, the kind of finishing touch for families that are interested in this, you can actually put a rooftop tent on the top and so you can take the sleeping capacity of this unit from um, two adults in the main cabin to potentially putting another three children up top or two adults in that rooftop tent as well if you're heading out with friends. It's absolutely amazing. It's called a tent on wheels. Uncompromising <laughs> quality is another guiding principle for you and Chris. I mean, that is just, you guys are natural business leaders. Uh, Jen, I have to share with everybody who you are. You've got to tell everybody about your your sports <laughs> reputation because, I mean, it's, Chris fell in love with you because he knew exactly what he was doing. Just tell everybody who you are. Uh, this is probably good to remind my husband about, too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> so um, my background, um, I am a two-time world champion skier. I competed professionally for 13 years in half-pipe skiing, and it's what brought me to Utah way back in 2004. And I've been so happy to plant my roots here and, and really just be able to build this business locally with my husband. Um, 
And and throughout my time skiing, I loved just telling the stories of my travels and of the adventures I was having and the struggles I was having. Um, and that's kind of what I brought to Escapod in the beginning. I've always been the voice for Escapod and just getting the story of our business and our product and the experiences you can have with our product um, to life. So that's been my role. My husband is the main um, product designer. He was a person who was hands-on building these, but we also have two very valuable partners that work with us as well, Chris Eckel and Joshi Fishbein, who have been absolutely instrumental in getting this business to where it is. They both joined in early 2018 um, and are the reason that our website looks the way it, it looks and why the graphics on our trailer are as refined as they are. That's Chris Eckel's influence. And Joshi Fishbein is our developer who helps make the website function so you can figure out what you want to buy and all the great features you want to add on to your trailer. So this all started, was this in your mom's garage in 2016? In 2016, it was in my mom's garage, two-car garage in her house in Park City. Um, and we, we built the first probably three or four escapades there before realizing we needed to find uh, more space. And, um, and we're able to find a, a small 1,800-square-foot garage in uh, Wanship in 2018. And, and we were there for a few years. And then we found a much larger facility just up the street from Wanship in Colville, where we moved in this past February. So just about, uh, well, I guess it was a year ago now, just before the pandemic. And that is where we have really just tremendously grown this business in the last year. You know, a year ago, I think we had about five full-time employees. And now we have 22 full-time employees, plus about three to five more that are a part-time or seasonal basis. Congratulations on your success. How has it been uh, doing business in Utah? Did you guys get support with the pandemic? Thank you. Yeah, it, it had been amazing to 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 grow this business in Utah. I think Utah is, is just an amazing state to be an entrepreneur and to have and run a small business. One of the things that we've really pride our, prided ourselves on is just being able to work with other local vendors and not only have our business grow, but also to help those businesses grow. And we've formed some really great partnerships in that time and have been able to leverage the support of some grants for rural Utah businesses, which, you know, is, it's challenging to be a manufacturing business based in rural Utah. Um, and it brings us just immense joy to be able to to do that. All the best to you, Jen. I'm so impressed. And would you give everybody the website? They have to check this out because it makes me want to buy one. You want to... <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, yes, our website is escapod, E-S-C-A-P-O-D dot U-S. All the best to you and Chris and hats off to your mom. What's her name? <laughs> My mom's name is Kathy. I give her a big shout out. Yeah, this big shout out. Yes, <laughs> a, big out, a big shout out to Kathy and her garage. Thank you so much for your time today. Like I said, you were brought to us by Utah Office of Tourism, who have uh, been one of the supporters and underwriters of this program, Mighty Main Street, as we support our wonderful small businesses in Utah. So thank you so much and all the best. Thank you. Check out today's business interview using the KSL News Radio app or at KSLNewsRadio.com. Just click on podcast. More stories on Mighty Main Street here on KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. 
Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts.